Welcome to Swordnut Radio, where we make fools of ourselves for your amusement. Tonight, Dungeons & Dragons 5th Edition, The Lost Mine of Fandelva. Hi, this is Paul. Just want to say thanks for listening and for bearing with us while we go through our various quality issues. What we're doing is a preamble, if you like, to our main long-term campaign, which is going to be a 5e campaign set in my own homebrew world, which I've written with a friend of mine, sort of repurposed a bit. Before we get into that, I'd like our quality to be high enough that those sessions will be enjoyable from the get-go. So all of these sessions that you've seen so far, the Fate games, the the Inspectors games, will all are all experiments. And they're to help me figure out how to record stuff and, and for the rest of the gang to figure out how they can do things better. I am going to leave these up forevermore so that you can get a sense of how we've progressed and what we learn, <laughs> assuming we do. We will be getting better kit. So in particular, Skype games, Alex needs a better microphone, so we'll be getting a better microphone and sorting out the issues with recording and multi-tracking and all that sort of stuff. So I'll be getting better editing, we'll be getting better at putting things down in the first place, and hopefully you'll see a much better, much more enjoyable product at the end of this. This session does have some issues. That is mainly due to um, a bit of the the vocals breaking up, because I was using the compression tool and the levelling tool in Audacity for the first time, and I think I did it too much or not enough or something like that, but I'll figure it out for next time. Based on the recommendation of a listener, we'll also be doing system episodes. Now what I mean by that is looking at the systems, explaining the systems. Uh, They won't be of any interest to anyone who's not interested in the mechanics of role-playing, but they will be of great interest to people who want to understand the rules that we're playing by, and who want to learn about the systems before they use them, which is one of the main reasons I I listen to actual plays as well. And it won't just be me talking into a mic for half an hour, it'll be a a discussion on the rules as well, and we'll, we'll try and get those as entertaining as we can while getting all the crunch in. So on with the recap. This is the second episode that we've recorded in the Lost Mine of Fandelver 5th edition starter set. It's not the first game we've played in this, but we haven't recorded most of the sessions we've played. We did start off with the Goblin Caves. There are lots of podcasts out there, including Wizards of the Coast official podcast, showing the first assault on the caves, the Goblin Caves, where you get ambushed and track some goblins and go up to some caves. Plenty of stuff out there. So I don't think we're missing out a lot there. The players went to Fandelva, which is a small mining town, and ended up clearing out a local gang. They had taken a goblin prisoner. That goblin was put there by me for someone who would know the location of Cragmore Castle. In the adventure as written, the players aren't supposed to know until much later and having done a few side quests where this castle is. And I thought I was ready to start with the main campaign, so I would just get them there as soon as possible and get them along the main quest line. So they went off to Cragmore Castle. They're looking for a dwarf named Gundren Rockseeker, who is cousin to two of the player characters and who has a lead on the location of a lost mine, which he reckons will make them their fortunes. So this has gone from a simple escort the goods to town so that Gundren can get his mine set up to rescue Gundren. Last session, last week, they made it to Cragmore Castle and decided to go full Leroy Jenkins. They set off a thunder wave on the outside of the castle, away from the entrance they were going to use, and proceeded to go in and kick all the asses. It's quite entertaining, and it involves a halfling on human shoulders doing the whole Master Blaster thing from Mad Max 2. It it was very funny. Go check it out. This session, I've gone a little bit more off-piste. I have repurposed one of the rooms of the castle, and I'm not going to spoil it now, and I have changed one of the major monsters. I'm Adam. I play Orath Rockseeker, Eldritch Knight. I'm Alex. I play Eliza, Champion. 
I'm Adam, I play uh, Lord Robert, and I'm a Battlemaster. I'm Tom, I play Rodri, a uh, Dragonborn Sorcerer. Hi, I'm Mike, I play Zane Rotseeker, I am a Paladin and Cleric. And I'm Paul, I'm the DM, and I'm going to kill you all tonight. You'll try. <laughs> Again. <laughs> oh, Raph, firstly, I would like you to make a dexterity saving throw, please. Okay, so I get plus two to dexterity, I roll a twelve. Unfortunately, that's not quite enough. This thing, whatever it was, was scoping you out when you came in, and it's just landed on you out of the dark, and so you are going to take five points of damage. As it lands, I am going to have everyone roll initiative, please. Arath. Six. Yep. Twelve. Twelve. Very unusual. Eighteen. Eighteen. Same. Same eighteen. Zane. Eleven. But the grit gets a surprise round. What happens to you is this. A creature lands on top of you and all you can see is beak and tentacles. Lord Robert, what you can see in the light of your glow rocks is a very confused mass of dwarf and this thing. Okay, so this is a large, what seems to be some sort of reptilian creature. It has a beak rather than a mouth and eyes at the end. It doesn't have a hissing tongue. It's about five feet tall. If, if you were going to, if it, as it stands up, I, I, it would be, if you sort of stretched it out, I think it'd be something like 15 feet long. Around its central beak are four tentacles with suckers and claws at the end, so individual claws at the end. And these things are actually seem chitinous as well. They seem to be sort of armoured. This thing is going to drop on Orath and it's going to get an attack. It's going to make an attack with its tentacles, first off, uh, and that is going to be a 13 versus your AC. That's 16. Doesn't work. Doesn't hit. Uh, right then. So it's it's lashing at you. It's, it's, as it hits you, it falls off to the side. Cool. And doesn't quite lash out enough with its <clears throat> uh, with its its tentacles to grab a hold of you. I'm too small. <laughs> Lord Robert, what would you like to do? I'd like to draw my great axe and you know hit it simply. Are you on me? Uh, yeah, go for it. Unless Zane, would you like me to try and negotiate with it first? Um, <laughs> just, just checking. <laughs> You're not in the room yet. Ah, oh, um, okay. no, no. Okay, then I think to myself, what would Zane do? And then I do the complete opposite. <laughs> okay, so yeah, I'm gonna try and hit it. Thank you. <laughs> Twenty-three. Twenty-three is definitely gonna hit. So do some damage. Yep. Eight. Okay, so you're gonna cleave into this thing, Rodri. You are not in the room. I'm going to say that everyone who's not in the room, it's going to take you one round to get into the room, if that's what you would like to do. Orath, what are you doing? Screaming. Um, you do that. Yeah, Orath is going to, well, yelling panic, like, what the hell? Automatic reaction. He's a dwarf, he's going to hit it. So he's okay. going to spin round with his axe, and it's going to take a strike at this thing. So you're dual wielding, remember? Yep. Okay. So, first axe... Plus six. Nice. So 24. That's going to hit. Okay, so d8 plus four. I hit it for eight damage. Eight damage. With my first axe. And then the offhand. 21. It's going to hit. And I will get that for five damage. Now it's going to be this Grick has had enough of this. So it's going to have another go at you, Orath. Because you're in its face. And that is going to be... I mean, you missed it. Yeah, because you were in the room. You were in the next turn. Ah, right, okay, sorry. So that's going to be 16 versus your AC. 
Yes, uh, hits. Oh, that's going to get it. Nice one. Okay, that is going to do 2d6 plus 2. That is going to be 6 damage. But because it hit you with its tentacles, it's going to latch onto you. Um, and they sort of tear into your skin and the exposed parts of you, and it really sets it up for its beak, which is going to be 18 versus your AC. That's also going to hit, and that's going to be... One dead dwarf. <laughs> that's going to be four damage. Lord Robert. I want to first shout, guys, we need some help in here. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> Your yeah. brother's getting eaten. Yeah, he'll be fine. He's, like, he's had worse than well, How much do we really like him anyway? Well, <laughs> in the grand no. scheme of things. <laughs> yeah, I'm just going to take another swing at it. Cool. Well. It's not going to hit. It's, mm. it's sort of too twined up with Orath. You need to get a really good hit in. Rodri, you've heard sounds of fighting and stuff. Yep. I'm going to run in there. Yep. <laughs> see all this carnage going down. And you see Lord Robert and Orath struggling with what, what seems to be the biggest snake abomination you've ever seen in your life. Yeah, I want to hurt it with fire. Because <laughs> that's what I always do. So can I use uh, Scorching Ray, please? And what level spell is that? Two. Excellent. Okay, what does it do? You can create three rays of fire and hurl them at targets within range. You can hurl them at one target or several. So I want to hurl them all at the snake thing. Yes, okay. What does it do? On a hit, the target takes 2d6 fire damage. So you're rolling to hit. Okay, yep. so roll with your spell attack with a fire, which is in the top right corner of your second sheet. Plus five. Yep, so you're rolling plus five. Five plus five. So you're rolling three times because it's three things. Three. Thirteen. Thirteen plus five five is going to hit. What's your damage on one ray? 2d6. 2d6 per ray. Holy shit. Yep. Yep, go for it. Four. Three. Okay, so this ray sort of leaps out. You sort of trip over some rocks until those (laughs) rays go wide and fortunately don't hit your friends. That's good. Um, I want you to roll a d20 for me, please. Ten. Okay. Because <laughs> you're a wild mage, and every time you roll a one, every time you you cast a spell that's level one or higher, I get to make you roll on a, a d20, and if you roll a one, shit happens. <laughs> could be good shit, could be bad shit. But you now long, no longer have any second level spells slots, do you? Uh, no. no. Okay. Eliza, what do you want to do? I need to get into the room as well. <laughs> okay, I, I can say that, that, that you've spent the, the last round moving, so that you you are in this room now. So what do you want to do? Where do you want to position yourself? Right. Yeah, stand myself next to um, oh, I was getting in Rodri, and um, I'm gonna sort out my longbow and um, aim for it. Cool. I always forget his name because he's a dragon called Rodri. <laughs> <laughs> Just doesn't compute. That's only twelve. Twelve total. Yeah. All right, that's not gonna hit. Zane. Right. You've been preparing this, haven't you? I have, yes. First of all, going to, as a bonus action, I'm going to cast Compel Jewel mm-hmm. on him. Do we want me to read that out? Or no, I, I know what that does by now, yeah. Okay, and on my, how many bonus actions do I get around? One. Okay, can I then, as an action, cast Sanctuary on myself, please? You may do that. What does that do? That just, uh, you ward a creature within range against attack, as in I'm casting Sanctuary on myself. Mm-hmm. Till the spell ends, any creature who targets the warded creature with an attack or harmful spell must make a wisdom saving throw. When a failed save, the creature must choose a new a new target or lose the attack or spell. Okay, cool. Um, so your sanctuary sort of goes off first because that's got a fixed duration, and your compelled duel is a concentration, isn't it? Yes. It yeah. Is. So yeah, that's that's coming on second. All right. So that happens. 
Like I say, you've got moves left if you want to manoeuvre at all. By casting them, am I engaged with the actual... Well, they're not um, immediate range, are they? Then they're not... No, I'm going to manoeuvre myself into the room behind the actual creature okay. to draw it away from the main entrance to the, to the room. Alright, so you're going to go onto the opposite side of the room? Yes. Alright. I'm also going to put my warhammer as well and get ready. Oh, rough. Still screaming! <laughs> um, <laughs> right. Um, Why did it have to be snakes? Yeah. <laughs> I'm thinking I might have to use my last spell here. Casting time is one reaction, though. Would that mean I'd cast and then still attack? One reaction? Yes, spell. that's what it says there. Spell is a reaction to getting hit. You do it off your turn. Boom. Okay. <laughs> Right, in that case, I'm just going to... Well, it's got hold of me, so I can't disengage. Blade Wars would be really good right there. <laughs> yeah. But I'm going to do the only thing that a dwarf with his face being eaten can do, and I'm just going to hit it again with the axes. I'm just madly slashing at this thing now. First axe. Rolls. Hits himself in the face. No, no. Uh, rolls seven. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah. And then second axe. Sixteen. Sixteen's going to hit. Oh, yeah. Okay, Welcome so I'm to gonna, bounded accuracy. I've got to hit it for five damage. Five damage. Fortunately, that is all the damage you need. Um, so you hit it in a in where it was already wounded by Robert's axe and kind of cleave it. Not quite in two, but uh, just get a little bit deeper. Yeah, you, you leave a bit of skin. This 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 is just going to sort of screech and flop over and hit the ground with a thud. Awesome. That was no, I'm not going to say it. <laughs> it's going to get worse, isn't it? Of course it is. Yeah. <laughs> Why, it's why like you've you never played that? this game before. <laughs> why, why would you say that? It's not like I'm evil or anything. <laughs> what was that? Okay, what we do? Uh, looking at the ceiling to make sure there aren't 20 yeah. more yeah, lurking yeah, yeah, up yeah. there. Just looking down. Oraf right now is laying on the floor, groaning and leaking everywhere. Yeah, I better heal it, match thing. I'll uh, cure it to you. So, yeah, throw the glowy rock up into the, the rafters is there, to see if there's anything there. Bit late. Well, well, just <laughs> you can throw, throw them up, but there's, there's nothing there. The rafters of what they are sort of go up to a stone roof as well, so they're supporting a, a roof up there. And you you can you can sort of see where there are some bits of things kind of stuffed into a corner, which is was possibly its nest. You, you're pretty confident that there's nothing else up there. In that case, then I want to very quickly throw the curtain that uh, the that divides the room and make sure there's nothing on the other side of that. As you go past there, you can also see that there are two uh, braziers. Uh, with coals in them that are not light, uh, sorry, not a light adjacent to the wall there. So there's a wall just just there, there, there and the, the two curtains. And in front of that solid section of wall, at the corners of that are these two bridges. But they seem to like be be ready to light kind of thing. Um, so you go you go through and you just you know get the curtain across. Yeah. All right. Uh, make an make a perception roll, please. Can I be there with him? Twelve. 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 <laughs> Do you even know you're in the room? <laughs> Stab myself in the eye. <laughs> uh, you're not going to notice anything in this room sort of, that, uh, that is dangerous. What you are going to notice is that there is an altar. There are another couple of braziers which are lit. And you can see that the, the altar is covered with a blood-stained uh, cloth. But that's all you, I'm, I'm assuming you're not charging into the room. You're still no, at just looking. Yeah. yeah. Okay, guys, it's safe behind the curtains. Oh, Roth's got to say, it's never safe. <laughs> okay, yeah, everything seems okay in here. I'm guessing we'll be all patched up. Yeah. Do you need to do a bit of healing? No, no I've already done that. Yeah. 
kind of just halfway hit points. Is there any communion wine by the altar? <laughs> <laughs> I think it will be in a bit um, corked by now, mate. Let's see. <laughs> Hi, hello. Hi. You do see a chalice on the altar. <laughs> you really want to drink from that? <laughs> <laughs> it could be you can't see if it's full or not. It's 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 not a glass chalice. It's some sort of metal. I'm gonna drink it. <laughs> Can we approach? So you'll just go for it. Yep. All right. Cool. Uh, you are gonna approach this and just 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 go. Yeah. All right. And neck it as you near the altar, and you pick up the chalice. From behind the altar come three screaming goblins. <laughs> 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 and they uh, they are going to get a surprise round on you because they do everyone's <laughs> passive perceptions. Um, everyone roll the initiative, please. Right. Then. Twenty-one. Okay, Orath, twenty-one. What are you adding? Two. Eliza? No, um, what, what uh, is it? Plus one. Twenty-one. Twenty-one. Stop in the centre there. Lord Robert. Uh, Eighteen. Eighteen. Rodri. Eight. Eight, Zane. Nineteen. Oh, we all got really good then. That'll yeah. be the last. Yeah. 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 The goblins get a surprise round and they are all going for you, Rodri, who has just profaned their altar. <laughs> so, the first is going to uh, literally sort of wing himself across this altar at you and he's going to lob his scimitar at you and that's going to be sixteen versus your AC. But I want you to take some inspiration because that's awesome. <laughs> for the audio who haven't realised before Rodri, is, his flaw is that he's an alcoholic okay so they're going to lob themselves at you, this is 16 no 9 uh, 9 AC, wow okay hammered yeah. <laughs> so that's going to be oh crap Are you just that's, that's going to be 7 damage <laughs> 7 damage, okay kind of dragon in the world he's you know Baby lotion on his scales every night to keep him soft and supple. God, a horrible image. That <laughs> really is actually. <laughs> average night, yeah. The fact that you actually rubbed your belly as well. <laughs> ah, bad, bad imagination. Sorry about that. Uh, Goblin two is going to hit, and he is going to do five damage. Goblin three is also going to hit, and he is going to do four damage. Alright, so these, these goblins just swarm me. Uh, Orath. Orath's hanging back, because he's still, like, half dead. But, have I got a clear line of sight at any of these goblins? I want to say that most of these people are, most of the rest of your party are in the doorway still. And so, you okay. don't have a clear line of sight. I can move and then attack them, can't I? You can move and attack and you can move through them if you like. I'm going to say that you, you could move into this room. I'm thinking I might go through the other curtain. Because I'm assuming these guys have crowded around the curtain that's already been opened. Yes. Yeah. If I move through the other curtain, it should give me a clear line of sight at the altar and the goblins. That is good. Do you want to do so stealthily? Ooh. Or are you charging in? Um, no, I'm going to do stealthily. Why not? So you've heard the sounds of battle and you're going to sneak up there. Roll a stealth for me, please. Okay. Just so we're clear, stealth. That's never worked for us. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll see. It works spectacularly at the goblin cave. Is it? Vimmel, Vimmel the Rogue. Oh, oh god, yeah. yeah. Oh, oh. Just came and just fucking Assassin's Creed it. Sixteen. 
16 stealth. All right. Uh, that is definitely going to beat their passive perceptions. But uh, so you're going to have advantage on the first goblin that you attack. Okay. So I'm going to go for the nearest one to me that I've got a clear line of sight on. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to throw my axes because I've got weapon bond and I'm not going to go missing. You're about five feet away at this point from, from this, this curtain. You're about five feet away. All right. Cool. So, yeah. Retrieving it is a bonus action for you. That's fine. Fair enough. Didn't know that. Target first, goblin, and let rip. I think that'll break your stealth if you do that. They do, but he's not <laughs> expecting it, so this axe is like this. <laughs> right, yeah. I got you afterwards. <laughs> um, 17. 17 is going to hit. Do some damage. Okay, so. Nine, uh, 11, sorry. 11 damage. So you're going to throw this axe, and it's just going to bury into the back of one of these goblins. And he just goes limp. Cool. There are two. There's still two goblins trying to rip the life out of Rodri at this moment <laughs> through several orifices that they're also trying to create. <laughs> Eliza. I'm still the curtain, aren't I? So, yes. so um, I'm gonna shoot them with my longbow. Whichever one I've got clearer sight at. There's one that's just mauling you, isn't there? Yeah. You yeah. are. Yeah. I'm gonna say that they are properly just on top of him right now. Like he's he's not hit the floor, but they're just like ah, all in his face. So if you're shooting at them, there is a chance you will hit Rodri. You know what? He's always spurting fire at us lots, so I don't really care. I've only ever burnt Dax. <laughs> That's a 12. 12 is going to miss. Roll a d20. 14. Okay, it's not going to hit Rodri. This is what I do every time, though. I've just been rolling a d20 for you, so I'm not going to make you roll it now. I, I don't do the rules of like firing into combat and all that sort of shit from like 3.5. But um, this this is just something because I think it makes more sense. If if it's it's a proper mix, friendly fire, friendly fire. <laughs> so uh, it is it is, a, it is a small chance as well because you're supposed to be good at what you're doing. So all right, Zane. Okay, just for my knowledge, um, can I see this what all that's going on? Depends. I, so you well, were just I, healing your yeah. I'm as well. I moved off over to here around here, healed him so I can. And I'm guessing around here is the. Uh, so you're going to go in the same curtain that I was yeah, I'm going to come through. Okay. Um, Would you like to do so stealthily, or are you just yeah, charging? Right. So come in. Um, I want to immediately as a bonus action cast sanctuary on him. So that's from four sanctuary, and then hit the nearest thing to me, which would be the one that's attacking. No one's attacking Orath at the moment. Uh, right. They're both still on Rodri. Uh, the nearest one to you, it's all a bit of a melee, so I'm just going to roll randomly. If you, so if you're if you're yeah, attacking, sure. yeah, I'll attack. Thirteen. Not going to hit. So you've got Sanctuary. Sanctuary is again. You ward a creature within range against attack until the spell ends. Any creature who targets the warded creature with an attack or half a spell must make a Wisdom saving throw. On a failed save, the creature must choose a new target or lose the attack or spell. Okay, cool. Wisdom. All right, excellent. Excellent target for goblins. Wisdom. Rodri, goblins up in your face. No, Lord Robert. I'm bored of goblins at this stage. <laughs> they're they're just pissing me off. So aggressively, but yeah, annoyed. I'm gonna stamp up to um, the melee and just swipe at the one that's on top of you. Thank you. Go for it. Fourteen. Fourteen is not gonna hit. I'm afraid it's just gonna sort of splice the, the back of their armour a bit, but that's it. Rodri. Did I ever have the chalice in my hand? <laughs> you did. Would you like to roll a deck to see if you spilt it? 
If, if, you, if you want to see if you if you spilt it or not, it's going to be a deck save with disadvantage, and you're aiming for a fifteen. <laughs> Otherwise, you will have spilt it. I just have this beautiful image of you on the floor getting the crap beaten out of you. But you've just got your hands out the way with one hand <laughs> over the top of the chalice. Tra- no, no, spilling. No, well, he's not quite prone. He's just sort of been knocked back, and he's being sort of set upon. Well, I'll give it till next round. <laughs> okay, so I was thinking maybe, maybe I could just give up the drink and just smash one over the head with it. <laughs> okay, how that works is you're going to make an, a weapon attack, which is just going to be... What's your strength modifier? Plus two. It's just going to be a, a d20 plus two, and it's going to be an improvised weapon. Okay. All right. Three plus two, five. <laughs> okay, you do have that inspiration. <laughs> there you go, Scott. <laughs> All right, roll it again. 11, then plus 2. Does a 13? Yeah. I'm afraid they are too shifty for you. <laughs> so you, you sort of whack out the other hand this and, and some liquid splashes out of it and, and um, at, you know you catch one of them with the liquid but the rest of it just, just goes and uh, you're, you're holding an empty goblet. Anything else you want to do? You can cry. Cry over spilt wine. Alright, the goblins are now going to see that there are there are bigger threats. This guy seems to be a bit clueless, and so they're going to fan out into the room, and they're going to attack the people who are doing damage or looking looking dangerous. So, Orath, does a 14 hit you? Nope. Uh, who else did damage? You didn't do damage, you didn't do damage. I went to attack. You went to attack, but you've just swung a big axe at them, so that's what they're going to take, and uh, that is not going to hit you either. They've now fanned out, so Rodri, you're not going to be set upon. Arath, you've got okay. the one in front of you. So I'm going to sh- strike straight at the one that's in front of me. Yep. First axe goes 22. It's going to hit. Cool. So I'm going to cleave this axe straight into the goblin's face, and I'm going to strike it for nine. Nine damage. Sweet. This goblin seems to be made of sterner stuff, though, and he is oh. uh, he's still standing. Blinding one eye. <laughs> but I get to follow up with my offhand axe. Offhand, yeah. So my offhand axe is coming from the other side. What you choked? No, no, uh, weapon thingy, oh, okay. weapon bond. Um, and I hit him for sixteen. For sixteen, so you you hit him with one, and he's still standing. He sort of spits blood at you, and then the, the other one uh, comes in from the side. Yeah, the other the axe simply simply reappears in your hand, which yep. you didn't realise was going to happen. And you hit him with that one, and you uh, get him for six damage, and you carve him. So uh, he, goblin head. The last thing that that crosses his mind is, why the fuck did that axe come? <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, Eliza, you've got a goblin right next to you who is tangling with Lord Robert. I take out my magic longsword then. Mm-hmm. It's not been used very much, so... Um... <laughs> Sounds like a euphemism. I don't think it is. <laughs> I, I, think, I think it's a magic you longsword. You've got to go a long, long way down the rabbit hole for that to be a euphemism. <laughs> Uh, no, it's only 14. 14? Yeah. Is just going to miss. Yeah. Anything else you want to do? Cry. I'll, I'll sit no. next to him and cry. <laughs> Zane. Cool. I'm going to attack the one that's attacked my brother. Mm-hmm. What, the dead one? The dead one. Shit, yeah, he's dead. <laughs> you can just stomp on him. Podcast gold. The one that... The one that... I'm going to attack the other one. All right, who's tangling with Lord Robert yes. and Eliza. Yep, go for it. Sorry, what? I 
happened to him. Okay. <laughs> I need to give you a lapel mic as well. Fucking hell. <laughs> um, I say, no, that might be it. Yes, that's it, yes. Okay, bear in mind, your spell slots did not regenerate themselves because you did not take a rest. Yep. Sorry. Okay, you still tracking him? Yeah. All right, because you cast a lot of spells last time. I cast two. You cast Bless all the fucking time. Is that a cantrip? It's a cantrip. Yeah. You fucking... That, no, that's a first level, surely. It is a first level, yes. Sorry, I, I did fly to you. Yeah, you might be out of spells, mate. All right, so... We might have shit creek, guys. <laughs> I made no... Lord Robert. I want to make... What I want to do is make a very big show out of raising my axe in the air to take a swipe at him. And then as he kind of looks up at my axe thinking, oh, God, he's going to hit me with that, I want to kick him. <laughs> Roll me an intimidate, please. It could be a bluff or intimidate. Let's go for intimidate. Um, oh, can we please rest after this? Hmm. That is a eight. <laughs> eight. Um, he remains on guard. Roll with disadvantage to hit with your foot. <laughs> so it's a st- so it's just your straight bonus. It is n- actually you are a fighter, so yeah, unarmed combat. So yeah, we'll add your um, what's your straight bonus? A plus five. Straight bonus is plus five. And you add your proficiency, so that's a plus seven. Okay. But you're rolling with disadvantage. So that was a ten. And that was a twelve. Twelve. Uh, ten plus seven, seventeen, is going to hit, and you're going to do 1d4 damage. Plus half your strength modifier, because you, you've raised your axe up. Mm. It's going to take you a bounce. Three. Um, so it'll be a plus two. Yeah, plus two. Five, so damage. five damage, yeah. All right, you kicked him in the balls. <laughs> for no, for you know, he didn't make his uh, thing. So if he'd have made his his bluff check or his intimidation check, he, yeah, that'd have been scoring the nuts. But as it is, you just sort of uh, kick this goblin in the chest, and he sort of staggers back a couple of feet. Rodri, on the wrench. <laughs> <laughs> can I use firebolt, please? You most certainly can. Yep. What level? Everybody duck. That? <laughs> a zero. Ah, okay. Nice and safe. 20. Nat 20. 20, yes. Yeah. You're going to do max damage. In fact, no, you're going to roll your damage dice twice. Oh, sorry. So what's the damage? Uh, damage is 1d10. So 1d10, you're going to roll 2d10. 6. And again? 0. No, That's 10. 10. So uh, 16 damage. Good. Yeah, this, this, this goblin, um, you sort of... You, Turn around. Try, you describe how you take this goblin out in epic style. I look at this empty chalice <laughs> <laughs> and I shed a tear and of rage, <laughs> and then I see this guy laughing at me, and I just hurl this firebolt at him, and he's just toast. Absolutely. Okay. Uh, he le- he leaves a greasy mark on the floor, and the room is now cleared of goblins, well, living goblins anyway. You're now out of initiative. What would you like to do? Rest. Yes, I need life. How much healing can I do in a rest? <laughs> I'm going to suggest we barricade the doors into the room and rest. You can see that there is a door on the east side, sorry, uh, on the west side. There's a, there's a partition and a door there, but there's no way to seal the um, curtains. Okay. It's then just curtains. We can always squidge into this room. No one will get through that. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's the thing of, like, when you're a kid, it's like, hide under the covers. <laughs> yeah, where, where, where do you want to go? What do you want to do? We should squidge into one of the rooms where we can barricade ourselves in safely and do so. 
So, so which which room are you going for? Uh, I say this one because it's like well, there's three doors in that one really, but so going into the north west tower. Yeah, I don't feel entirely comfortable with barricading ourselves in a room that we can't necessarily get out of if we get surrounded. There's, so there's at least two exits. Yeah. These are fairly sort of sturdy partitions, but they are just partition walls. They're they're just like wood. I think at the very least, if we need to put some people on watch. Oh yeah, definitely. Good idea. Yeah, but we do need to rest because I'm dying. (laughs) Before we do that, can I do a proper search of this altar room? You most certainly can. Yeah, Mm -hmm. roll me uh, investigation or perception, whichever you want to do. Can we all help? If you're also searching the room. Search the room then. And uh, that was perception, that's a 12. I gave him a. Uh, do I get modifiers on this? It's well, you, You've got skills for it, so. Oh, right. Perception. Perception. Actually, can I do this? If we're, we're going to stay one. here for a while and we can think, you know, the people are watching everything, I can keep watch from this room. So I can be looking around. I can take a while doing it. You know, the, the whole. You take minutes. 20. Yeah. Okay. Um, if you'd like to do that, but that, that means that you won't be getting the rest with these guys. How long do you guys plan on holding up? Short rest for an hour. Okay. Yep. You mind How much healing can I do in that time? You can spend uh, hit dice in that time. So however many hit dice that you've got left out of your pool, you can roll them plus your constitution modifier, and that's how much you heal. Okay, so I'll get 3d10. So a total of three hit dice. But you're not there yet. So yeah, yeah. Firstly, okay, who got what on their rolls? Arath. Um, four. Crap. Twelve. Fifteen. Fifteen. All oh, right. Fifteen for us. Okay, the tower. The sorry, the um, the chalice that you're holding is made of silver, and it's it's got some some gems in there. Not invaluable gems, but for gaming sake, it's worth 150 gold. All right. Great. You also see on the. The, on the the altar, there are a knife and a sensor, sensor being a, like a, a thing you waft incense around with, and they are likewise, you know, gold, silver, and jewels and stuff, and they're worth sixty and one twenty gold pieces respectively. Searching the goblins, you find that two sort of reasonably armed goblins, but they seem to have like symbols painted on them, and you have another one who is. He seems to be the, the tougher one, and he is wearing what seems like a, a, a almost a robe, I suppose, like a half a cloak, half a robe kind of thing over him, with loads of symbols on him and tattoos all over him. Look at the priest. Shaman. The altar itself is carved with the same deities and such as you've seen around the room that you were previously in, and it is, is made of stone. The cloth covering it is soaked with blood. And does seem to have once belonged to the shrine. It's it's embroidered with pictures of similar gods. So this does seem like they profane this place. You don't know what god it is they are worshipping. But that chalice was also not filled with wine. There you go. Good. I was lucky. I was lucky. <laughs> Do we know what it was? <coughs> Probably blood. It the most definitely was blood. I was being poetic. What would you like to do? Rest. Yeah. Rest like right. So where are you going to go and rest? What's 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 happening? Northwest Tower, or we could stay in the 
in the altar room. Altar room has dying bodies. It's not where you can go. Half the castle's got dying bodies in so far. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Out of the goblins that we've just killed, you hacked one in half. Mm -hmm. You made one very crispy. Mm -hmm. Is the third one... How was that dispatched? The third one was... Uh, let's see. Hack. Dispatch. Uh, it was... Oh, no, axe it was in the back of the head. Axe in the back of the head, yeah. Right. The one with the axe in the back of the head. Which the axe then disappeared and reappeared in his hand. Which I'm assuming, from the front, still looks kind of okay. I want to kind of prop up in one of the entrances of the, the doorway. Like he's on guard. And, yeah, and um, to keep him upright, I'm going to jab one of my javelins into the axe hole in the back of his head and kind of like prop him up so he, mm -hmm. he kind of looks like he's on guard. So which room are you in? Well, this is what I didn't want to do to whichever room <laughs> we're in. So you've got, of your options now, the places you've so this been... This is just you've his got, hobby. Yeah. Not... You've got the North West Tower, which has a couple of rooms that you've not really explored, um, mm. although one that you've looked into. You've got... Um, that little guard room that you did go in and, and uh, twat some goblins in. Which one was this? Is this... Uh, it's just the south room of that tower. Uh, so south in the room. southwest quadrant. That one. Nope. Other no. southwest. The north is towards that you. One. Yeah. Yep. Uh, I just you... noticed the little arrow. Thing. Yeah. You didn't explore the northwest corner. You have seen into the northeast corner, and that has just a load of boxes and barrels in it. So which room are you going to? Uh, and you've got this room. Obviously, you've got the the other room in the um, in in this this dark main chamber. Mm. And you've got the other rooms that you went through. So, like the the dining hall, the other guard rooms that you sort of fought your way through in the southwest corner. Boxes and barrels can help to barricade. Yeah. yeah. Plus, you can sit them. So yeah. yeah. Okay. Sounds good to me. Cool. So I'll go into the uh, northeast room. Barricade. Using boxes and barrels, etc. What's everyone's passive perceptions, please? Thirteen. Minus one. Thirteen. Oh, passive. Oh, nine. Mm -hmm. I'm not used to this yet. Thirteen. Thirteen. Is it plus two? It's, it's it down at the bottom. Oh, twelve. Passive sorry. Wisdom. Yeah, yeah. Twelve. Thirteen. Thirteen. Um, as you're moving boxes, um, oh, Arthur, you're, you're basically the only person who's not going to see this. Uh, you do busy <laughs> <laughs> nothing but the other side of the room or whatever. As you're moving some boxes across and stuff, you, you, you're just noticing that it's just it's full of um, you know like food supplies and um, things of no real value really, and some are just empty boxes. But so you you try to move the heavier things, so they're, they're better for barricading doors. And the rest of you, you are going to see uh, a box kind of like you know sort of tip over and spill a bit and. Um, some chainmail seems to be inside. Sorry, fuck's sake. Some chain armor um, seems to be inside. And looking closer, you see that there is a sword in there as well. It looks quite nice. And you recognize this as being the gear that Sildar Hallwinter described to you. So, you know, if you can get this sort of stuff back, I might be quite uh, quite grateful. So, uh, you recognize this as his gear. There's um, mail armor and a longsword. Cool. You so. do also, wondering. Um, actually, we'll say that Zane finds this because he had the highest score. There is a small cask of dwarven branding, which you recognise brandy, which is very small. Um, it is it's sort of man portable. It's it's kind of the size of a a large pint pot. 
and you recognize this and so the goblins it must have just just absolutely gone over their heads you know they thought this is this is probably quite small and not worth anything you recognize this as you know like 50 year old dwarven brandy just like grandma used to brew this is the good stuff i'm going and there are a couple of uh, glasses packed into the straw in the same uh, case slight hand it away from make a sleight of hand uh, against your passive yours was 13 wasn't it 12 uh, probably yeah 12 yeah 12 make a sleight of hand Oh. You totally see him trying to pocket this. Like, <laughs> you're my new best friend. <laughs> so, Rodri, don't look at what I'm doing with this hand. Look at this hand, don't look at this hand. <laughs> I, I would have thought that would have worked. <laughs> <laughs> Where's booze? He's sharp when it comes to booze. So, um, so you're moving the, these things into this other room. And as you do so, uh, you, you, you see that um, some of the wallers has come down a little bit. But they've kind of patched it up again. It does have a roof to it, but there's there's no stairs going up, and there are four beds inside, sort of hobgoblin-sized beds. Okay. You also notice, mounted to the walls, there are a few spears, long swords, morning stars, a couple of great swords, uh, and a really nice quarterstaff, grayed with stylized feathers. So you're going to barricade this stuff up. You're going to push against the door. Set up a goblin lookout. Oh, where, where is it you're setting up the Goblin Lookout? We might have... I can't be asked dragging the body too far, so I'll do it in the uh, the altar room on there. Okay. Outside that door, drag, drag a box out so we can sit on it. Okay. So there's still stuff left outside, because obviously you didn't want to crowd this room and, and all sorts, but you've got enough to sit on. There's four beds there, and um, you're going to get in and start healing up. Um, who wants to roll perception for me, please? Oh. Is anyone actually is anyone actually sort of the designated lookout? You'll still get to rest, but you're the one sort of paying attention. It's only going to be one of you because everyone else. I is didn't really each other. need any healing or anything, so. No. So roll perception for me, Liza. I don't know. I haven't got much mojo today without my friend. No. What did you get? Mine. Told you. Lost my mojo. So this this time sort of goes by. Um, everyone, if you'd like, you may roll your your hit dice, but you may only spend one. So you sort of patch yourself up and you... How many spell slots to get back? I don't think you get any. Bastard. It's all a waste of time. Unless it says so if you're on your character details, but I'm not going to know the character details. If you don't know it, you don't get any. Uh, it is the, the dice plus your constitution modifier if you're rolling. Oh. Where, where, um, where would it be? Where would it be? Oh. It would be on short rest. I've got 20. Um, wizards do get like actual mages do get some spells back on a short rest, um, but I think that's it. Um, like your uh, the the dragonborn breath weapon, for example, recharges on a rest. So where you've got something which says once per rest or one slash rest, that means a short or long rest. So you do not get any back. Oh, I've got to get something back. The gods giveth and the gods taketh. Just can't be right. <laughs> I'm doing anything. Surely I'm resting so I can get some, some stuff back. In fact, can I just have a look, look at that just briefly? Um, I'll have a look at Paladins and Clerics. Eliza, do you want some uh, tobacco? Give yourself. Yes. Okay. <laughs> In fact, roll play me out this. this it's going to be like, you know, half an hour, 45 minutes that you're spending. Okay. So I'm, I'm just going to walk in. 
face plan flat out on the bed and start snoring straight away. Fair enough. I'm going to be wrestling him away from the brandy. Uh, yeah. Um, you try um, some of it, but not all of it. <laughs> <laughs> Rodri, are you properly going for it? Are you trying to get that off him? Well, I was thinking of coming up with a plan of waiting for you to fall asleep and then, uh, <laughs> oh, and then steal it. But yeah, you're not falling asleep, so we end, just end up bickering. <laughs> <laughs> I probably give in and start getting a bit drunk. Good. Good shit. So you have Lay on Hands as a paladin? Yes. That only comes back with a long rest. Right. You have a pool of healing power that replenishes when you take a rest. With that pool you can restore a total number of hit points equal to your paladin level times five. So it just it, it's a pool that you can draw and you haven't done that yet, I don't think. No. I don't think you need to use their own hand, so you still have that. So it's your paladin level times five, so you've only got five hit points that you can heal that way. All my levels. Oh, yeah, and that's it. Um, you did not use your divine sense either. Uh, number of times equal to one plus your charisma. What's your charisma modifier? Plus one. So you've got two of those left. So divine sense times two. That's <coughs> nothing any use. <laughs> Actually, have you been using any uh, paladin spells? Um, no, not really. Oh yeah, compelled jewel. That's bonus action. That's very naughty. Because as a first level paladin, you don't get any spells. You are level one paladin. No first, no second, no third, no fourth, no fifth. It's only second level that you start getting spells. Shit. Very naughty of me. <laughs> yes! Yes! <laughs> Compelled Jewel is a bitch. <laughs> so you're, you're, you're trying to get this, this thing off him? Yep. How are you keeping it away from him? Don't try and lure him out of this. No, I... Um, Come on. I know it's because you thought you were level three, but you're not. I'm utterly depressed by my lack of funny spell dealing I can do now so I've just joined him and get wankered <laughs> yes <laughs> okay uh, make a constitution check both of you please how many how many glasses are you having in this it does come with glasses all of it we're going to have all of it yep okay wankered dead 17 3 <laughs> it's hit me hard <laughs> <laughs> but you're but you're just you're just drinking until there's none left right yep all right, fair enough. Okay, uh, both of you are, are going to have some problems because you are you are getting tipsy with this. This is the good shit. Yeah. This, this is fire breather kind of brandy. This is you know. Or a drink until I get these back. <laughs> <laughs> I think I've got these back. What you're going to start to notice is that it's getting warmer, and it's starting to get noticeably warmer, and you start seeing smoke appear. Sort of Trailing along the ceiling, coming through the door, Smoke. trailing along the ceiling, and disappearing out through the arrow slits. Do we know which voice? door? Hmm? Do we know which door? The only door of this room. They said it's a wooden partition, so we could always hack our way out there. And you start hearing flames. Yeah. Just going to throw this out there, this might not be the best idea. Just saying. <laughs> it was a very good idea because I'm no longer dead. Um. And you hear um, a voice outside, so the, you know these, these flames start coming through the door. It's obviously on fire. There's smoke billowing in the room. Um, although it is, it is well ventilated, it's down to head height now. And you're having head height for anyone human. For anyone human. Um, so you're sort of having to duck out of it, but everyone's getting it in in the lungs. 
Okay, who suggested uh, the fact that the partition layers aren't that thick and we can... The DM mentioned it when we first arrived. So they are they are quite thick, but they are only wooden. Okay. Well, I want to agree with... Yeah, I think we should get the hell out of it. I don't fancy going through the arrow slit, so... Let's make a hole, people. Let's do okay. it. Yep. As, as you start doing things and you hear um, a, a voice yell out, quite a low voice, you've, you've been experiencing goblins and hobgoblins now, but this, this quite low voice uh, yells out the words, uh, and you can just about tell, can anyone speak goblin? Yes, I can. Can you speak goblin? Uh, they yell out the words, Briark! Adam, I'm just going to write this down here. Dildo. And that's what it means. <laughs> um, okay. Lord Robert, you've heard in your travels um, that 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 this is a common thing that the goblins often yell to, mm. or goblinoids often yell to folk who they um, they they intend to to, to waylay. Um, and the legend is that it's supposed to mean we surrender, and they're supposed to you know, um, then ambush you and whatever. That's that's what you've heard. Mm-hmm. Well, um, Orath's just going to jump up and shout. Who the fuck do you think you're talking to? In common. In common. Yes. Uh, there is there is no response. So what are we all doing? I, I'm, I'm going to continue hacking away at this wall, trying to get a, get a hole. Okay, roll me athletics. Yeah, I'll open out. With your sword. Yeah. <laughs> no, um, with my bow and arrow. <laughs> uh, that was five with. Um, Ten. Ten total. Ten total, yeah. Roll for me, please. You're going to roll with disadvantage because a sword is not the weapon to chop through uh, wood with, whereas an axe probably is. Oh, come on, it is magic. It just means it's not going to break. It was uh, eleven. Eleven. Oh, Rath, are you helping? Um, no, I'm currently um, trying to see what's on the other side of the flame. I'm trying wall. to antagonise the goblins, that's what you were doing. Unfortunately, there are no gaps in the wall that you can see through at this precise moment. Look, just tell them, we'd love to accept their surrender, but we're a bit busy, they'll have to come back later. <laughs> well, you know, uh, Oras just kind of turn around and say, maybe you want to go speak with them and accept their surrender. And the flames start appearing on the inside of the door and the inside of this, this wall, and the smoke gets thicker and thicker, and it's now to the point where it can't get out of the windows fast enough. Or out of the arrow slits fast enough. I wonder, would I be able to blast the door from the inside and fire on this country? It does no percussive damage. Yeah, it's just I mean, fine. It's, that's just going to make this worse. <laughs> 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 I was just about to say. Oh wait, would I get it back because I rested? No. Bollocks. <sighs> As you you two are hacking at this wall, you're you're not making much headway into it. This is this is seasoned timber. It's been here a while. It doesn't seem like the goblins threw this up. It might be original to the, the castle. So this is properly seasoned timber in here, and it's it's quite resistant to your blows. Eliza, you're doing almost nothing with the sword. Um, you're sort of chipping away. Uh, Lord Robert, you are taking some chunks out, but it doesn't seem to be doing much. And while you're there, you do notice as well that this wall is also getting rather warm. I'm going to run. What's the state of the door that's currently on fire? Can we climb over? Can we climb over the wall? You said it didn't reach the ceiling. It does reach the ceiling. Okay. It's the the door is barricaded on the inside um, with boxes and crates and things. Okay. I I see you're about to go for the door, and I say, "Are you fireproof?" 
first of all. <laughs> is anyone here fireproof, or at the very least fire-resistant? I can dragon. dragon. You can be. Can, how can you be fireproof? Oh. You are not fireproof, you're a blue dragon. <laughs> oh. You oh. have resistance to lightning. I could... <laughs> Could I cast Sanctuary on myself? The one thing we kept you around for. In fact, someone check the player's handbook because that might be I might be wrong on that. Having seen how much brandy you've had over the last hour, I'm kind of worried that you're quite flammable. <laughs> you might kind of, you know, accidentally, you know. The brandy sleep. is now gone, by the way. Uh, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna put my head on that brandy. <laughs> now is not the time to worry about the brandy. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna draw both axes, point them at the door, and I say, it's mine, and I'm gonna charge the door. Okay, there are boxes in the way, so you're gonna be charging over these boxes. <laughs> oh, I want to I've roll me an acrobatics, please. Okay, acrobatics. Ooh, nice. That's four. Five. <laughs> you got a one? I got a one. That's a sprained ankle. Yeah. <laughs> you you charge up, but uh, and you don't. I run into the there. box face first. <laughs> and keel over backwards. You you sort of get there, and it's, it's you just you just barely miss this thing. So rather than get it's like you like you know you go, I'm going to leap over that fence, and you're like, you know, <laughs> trying to cross the road, and there's a barrier or something. You go, oh, I'm just going to vault that thing, and you get up there, and you go, mm, maybe I'll take it one leg at a time. Uh, that's it, that, that is that's what you're doing when you sort of think better of it and just like hoik yourself up there. Um, and so, in doing that, you're going to spend your turn. So I'm now still okay. on a flaming box. It's not on fire yet. Some of them are. This one is not. <laughs> right? Can I ask? Right, everyone, get out your water sacks, a water Where? pouch, whatever the hell they're called. You think that you keep water skins. Water, water skins. skins. That's the one. Drench me <laughs> in it. I'm going to have a go at the door. Not yours, because there's probably something alcoholic in it. Wine doesn't burn. Mm. Okay, fine, so long as it's not flammable, dows me in it, I'm going to go for the door. Okay, go for it. I bet they've got pretty full bladders oh. at the minute. <laughs> Do you know what? Under the circumstances, I will accept that. <laughs> I will and now we find out something rather disturbing <laughs> about Lord Robert. Why am I getting pissed on and she gets the initiative? Oh, that's just cruel. Why did you get the inspiration? Because that was funny as hell. Ah, okay. <laughs> I will gladly piss on you. <laughs> okay, come on, guys. There was something it. dodgy about about the uh, you know the, the high class. <laughs> so as they spend around pissing on Lord Robert, <laughs> around, my uh, are you going to take a swipe at the door? Oh yeah, I'm going I'm to start swinging both axes. Okay, this door opens inwards. By the way, if you just move some boxes, in. but you know, go for it. Um, <laughs> so you swipe both axes. Make me an athletics check, please. All right. So you got a screwdriver and take off the pin. <laughs> uh, it's probably not one of those kind. It's a medieval castle. It's nailed, most likely nailed in. Right, sorry, what was that? The screw dates the Roman period. <laughs> That's a fun fact for everyone. That's an archaeology that. fact of the day. The more you what, what about the Phillips screwdriver? <laughs> yeah, the screw was invented really early. The, the screwdriver wasn't invented until the 1840s. It was a hell of a time. <laughs> That's why everyone in the past was so angry. Yeah. <laughs> right, what would you say? Acrobatics check on athletics check, sorry. Athletics. Athletics, cool. Um, my athletics is nice, plus six. Uh, Fourteen. Fourteen, uh, do some damage. So, Eight. roll the damage twice. I love the logic that there can be dragon people in your heart. Do I get my modifier on this? Yes. Cool, so that was um, an eleven and a twelve. Eleven and twelve. Uh, eleven and twelve, okay, yeah, you're gonna start hacking at this door and it's already weakened from the fire. So um, you're going to splinter the top half of this door apart. 
and the rest is, is, is going to start swinging. Um, well, it's not, it's not going to start swinging, you barricade it. Um, so, it, yeah, you hack apart this door and uh, the top half of it is, is open. And through it, you see two hobgoblins. And everyone roll initiative, please. I get 12. 12? 15. 15. 15. Um, and My Eliza, you're better decks. I got 19, but that was with a natural 20. Nat 20? <laughs> Nat 20, yeah. Roddy? Zero. Just z- zero. <laughs> you actually rolled a one. <laughs> yeah, and your dex is minus one. Excellent, yeah. Okay. The brand is kicking in good. Uh, but they were waiting and they had a readied action, so uh, they're going to let loose with arrows. The first one is going to miss by a country mile. And the second one is also going to miss. So, um, you know, the, the sudden inrush of air, the, the flames surge a little bit and uh, their aim is off. Well, Robert, you're currently on the other wall. Okay. You've uh, seen two uh, arrows streak through the, the door, missing this dwarf by a hair. And drenched with a combination of water, wine, and piss. So <laughs> I am gonna, um, I'm gonna try and charge at the door and try and take out the bottom half of it and just blast my way through. Well, and hope I don't set fire. I could, I could easily just like step slightly to one side and you could do a sort of awesome commando roll shit through the door. Would I think require... it's time for yet another Lord Robert commando roll. <laughs> yeah. Come on. All right. Can I try and dive through? Because like the top half of it's missing, so yep. it's almost like a, a half. I want to try and dive through and then come out in a, in a forward roll on the other side. Go for it. That'll be an acrobatics. For a non-dex fighter. <laughs> <laughs> I think we know what you're doing next Next character. That's actually 16. 16. Yeah, I'm going to say that is enough. So uh, you just sort of yell at Orath and he gets out of the way and you, you roll in. Orath just drops flat. <laughs> yeah. And that's, that is just going to cost your movement. So you come up and you are going to be um, in melee range of one of these hobgoblins. The other one is behind him. And I am going to attack him. Go for it. Eight. It's a bit so, of a slippery grip, grip on that axe handle, yeah, there, isn't yeah. there? <laughs> um, I'm actually going to say that uh, you have you, you, you're going to roll with advantage because you've got the element of surprise with this. Why not this human? Natural twenty. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Oh, I just thought about that for a second. It's like this whole yeah. goblin is like, okay, oh right, okay, we're expecting this. There's dwarf there, and suddenly this human just like bans eyes out of this thing, smelling of piss. <laughs> <laughs> so that's going to be uh, two, two. What two kind of party were they having? In <laughs> that is eight and seven plus um, three, so eighteen damage. It's going to take this guy out. So you come in. Roll up and the momentum of your swing. Describe, in fact, how, how this happens. I, I, the momentum of the swing uh, is because as I roll out of it, I kind of leap forward and in the middle of the air just kind of bring all my weight down on this guy and his head just splits in two, kind of like right down to kind of like the neck. Nice one. Yummy. Mm. All right. And his mate is still in the room, but Zane. Just how are these boxes arranged? <laughs> there the are two boxes in front of the door, of which Orath is on, Lay on top of one the right closest now. one to the door. Like, so is it, it's like the door here, and then like box, box, box. Um, it's it's more that the, the door the door is sort of standing up there, and you've got two boxes at ground level. 
towards you. And there, there is there is a depth of these things. You know, you've sort of piled them up around it. But um, yeah, you can see the top half of the door, and there are two boxes between you and the door. I'm just kicking the uh, boxes out of the way. But if you're on top, I'll kick and you'll go poof. So. Get <laughs> the box out of the way. All right. Yeah, I'm just going to say you could do that. That that's fine. Um, but it's going to eat up all of your movement to do so. That's fine. So I've moved it and kicked it. Yeah, you just like you know, spotted it out of the way. Right, and I've opened the door. And uh, my action will be just open the door. I mean, you can see. No, there's two boxes. You can shift one of them. The other one's got a dwarf on it. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> all right. Now that's your go then. If that's what you want to do, that is the your entire yeah, yeah. go. When you shift in these boxes, Orat's going to just sort of hop down. Okay. That's how we should have done it. Just keep the box out of the way. Now we can open the door. All right. Yeah, it, uh, but that was awesome. It was yeah. awesome. It you was have awesome. a clear path, and but actually you'll go over Eliza. So the door's open now? The door is open. There are two dwarves in front of it that you can obviously see over there. But the, the smoke in the room is still um, obscuring your vision quite badly. Can I push past these two and get through the door? Yeah, you certainly can. Do that. <laughs> Can I get into my range with them still, or would that be... You most definitely other? can, this is a short space. Okay. And, um, here's my longsword. One. Get caught up with my legs, fall over. Not gonna hit. He, he, saw, he saw you coming, after the shock of this, um, partied up human coming through. <laughs> oh, Wrath. I'm gonna actually use it. Oh, you're gonna use that to reroll? Sorry. You also do have, um, your action surge and stuff like that, so... I think I used that up, and I didn't really have a rest, so... Uh, we're going to say that for the purposes, you did have a rest. Okay. For the purposes of an action, Sergio, yeah, you got you got your breath back, is it? It's a bit uh, uh, 15. 15 total? Yeah. Is not going to hit him. Um, it glances off his chain armour. Uh, Rodri? I see that happening. I want to acid splash this guy at the door. So, uh, there, there's, there's no one at, at the door. They are both standing in the, the far room. Um, it will be within your acid splash range. Yeah, yeah. So um, this goblin, this hobgoblin, sorry, is going to have to make a dex saving throw. Um, and your DC is it's a it's a thirteen, which they do not make. So uh, this this hobgoblin is going to get splashed. Do some damage. Four. Four damage. All right. So that's going to impact with his armor and start singeing him. Is there any like duration for it? Is it like per turn or? It's, it's a flat damage. Mm. It's, yeah. it's just a bubble. So it's, it's not a, it's not a right lot. It's not like a, a huge bat of acid drops in this guy. It's just you know a, a point attack almost. So uh, that's. Do you want to move anymore? Because you've done that from inside the room. Yeah. Yeah. I need to get out. Need to get out. Yeah. All right. Um, I'm going to say that you can move into this room wherever you like. But if you move far into this room, you're going to get into melee range of these guys, or you can move just beyond the door. Just beyond the door, then, yeah. So it's the end of the round, so we're going to step up the fire a bit. This this thing has been is raging. It's been stoked. So, Ora, Zane, and Rodri, I want you to make constitution saving throws. It's the box above your skills. Since your strength Four. modifier is so high, can't 11. you pick one of them 14. up and throw them into the flames? Eleven. Nine. Hmm. Zane, you are going to take... ...putting the body of the dead one in the room. In the kind of like, smushed out flames there. You can like, step on it all. 
you are going to take two like points of damage from this fire. Rodri, you're going to notice that you are on the other side of this door, and they have likewise piled up stuff on the other side of it to burn. And you're standing pretty close. At the moment, you're sort of shrugging it off a bit. Okay. But you, you reckon it's going to be a dangerous place to be shortly. Lord Robert. <laughs> this could go hideously wrong. I'm going to try and grapple the other hobgoblin and throw him into the point. Okay. Uh, yeah, it's an opposed strength check. So roll strength check for me, please. Uh, oh dear. Jesus Christ. Seven. This is a 21 is not going to get it. <laughs> so wow. He is going to shake you off. And, uh, unless you want to move, that's your go. Um, run away. Oh, you've got your action surge. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm, I'm going to use my action surge and try the same thing again. Because, you know, if you don't succeed, keep trying. And so you make an idiot of yourself. Uh, <laughs> so let's try that again. And that's much better. 21. 21... It is absolutely equal. Ties go in your favour, so you've grappled him. You're going to have advantage on the attacks that you uh, put towards him, and he cannot move. Okay. All right, but you've you're out of you're out of manoeuvres, so uh, you can't attack him yet. Okay. The hobgoblin, however, is in close contact with you, and so he's he's going to try and attack you. And he does not have any disadvantage. At all. But he is, he is not going to hit you. He can't quite get his weapon out in time. Actually, he's going to try and break the grapple. So this is going to be a strength check, which is a four versus yours. Well, mine's plus five, so it's not automatically. Well, unless you get a one. Uh, um, where did that dice go? It was rolling away, so it'll be on the thing. Oh, it's a 20 as well. <laughs> no. Oh, <laughs> That's just cruel and usual. 16. Okay, so you still got him? Yep. Zane. I move out of the. The burning room, mm-hmm. and I see that Adam is being is trying to grapple with the hobgoblin, and I'm going to cast inflicting wounds. Okay, and do I get a saving throw? Uh, you, uh, when you cast a spell using a spell slot on the second level or higher, the damage is displayed now. Be Make it a melee spell attack. Yeah, it's it's touch, so you need to to to, to make a uh, yeah. Tap. Totally, I'm gonna yeah. Okay, go for it. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't. <laughs> I go to touch him, and I probably palm myself. No, in no, the you face. Ju- you do touch him. It's just a bit sort of awkward because yeah, nothing happens. More, more of a caress. <laughs> it's quite gentle. <laughs> you all right there? You all right? Hand. You suddenly realise you're actually cupping his testicles. That's a one. It puts you off. Um, no, no, one would be something else. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll get there. Uh, Eliza, let's help Lord Robert out. Mm-hmm. Are you going to hit the guy, or are you going to try and help Lord Robert and give him advantage on his next turn? Because help is um, I'll give you advantage on your next turn. Don't I have advantage because I'm grappling him anyway? You do. Okay, never mind. Go for it. Just try and stick him. <laughs> in fact, no, everyone has advantage attacking a grapple creature. There, it's fine, yeah. yeah. I'm just remembering this off the top of my head, I'm just making it up. So. But it makes sense to me, so. 23. <laughs> it's going to hit. Do you want to roll again, see if you get a crit? You've got advantage, you might as well. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's uh, just four damage. Four damage, gorgeous. Oh, rough. 
Okay, I'm going to do what everyone else has done and get the hell away from the fire. Um, I'm going to move into the room, mm-hmm. um, sort of circle around to where everybody's not crowded in, and I'm going to try and chop this go- uh, hobgoblin's legs out from underneath him. Roll with advantage. Fifteen to hit. Does not hit. But you've got advantage, roll again. Okay. <laughs> Five. Okay, offhand. Um, oh yeah, offhand. With advantage. So, five, and eight. My god, I'm, I'm a bit fire-blinded here. Yeah, none of these are going to hit. Yeah, you're just swiping wild as, as Lord Robert is kind of grappling him and he's swinging okay. around. You, you can't quite get a good hit in. Rodri? Um, can I have a go at the hobgoblin, please? So again, what are yeah. you going to do? Yeah, well, it's like fireball. Fireball? Yeah. Okay. And it's a range attack, is it not? Ten. Plus five. Plus You've got advantage though to roll again because fifteen is not going to hit him. Five, ten. Roll one more time for me, please. Sixteen. So you don't hit Lord Robert as well. <laughs> and Lord Robert, you'll go. <laughs> that okay. was an issue. Uh, right. So yeah, just using my advantage, I'm just going to you know try and hit him. <laughs> Na- natural one. I'm so glad I've got it. Advantage. Um, 13. Um, uh, 18. It's going to hit. Do some damage. That is uh, 15 damage. Nice. Awesome. So, you know, you're, you're, you're just going to um, set this golden away, push him away from you as you bring up your axe and just slice upwards before he has time to, to react and catch him under the chin and slice his throat. And he drops to the ground. This room behind you is still burning, though. And you can see that um, it looks like this whole ward is on fire. Smoke is now billowing out into this room. You've got smoke filling up at this moment. Shit, did anyone grab the sword and armour? Yeah, I've got it down here. Have you got it? Oh, good. <laughs> <laughs> Someone wrote it in the character sheet. And, okay, yeah, this 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 fire is still building. I'm I can't remember who it was, so it's just down as some guy's chain armour and sword. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, I couldn't remember whose it was. Sildar. Sildar Holland. <laughs> Your patron in the town of Fandalin. What yeah. we cheesing it. Cheesing okay. it? In what direction are you cheesing? Shall we, shall we check out the south? Um, I don't think we've got Talon? time to check anything, to be honest, have we really? Well, it's not like it, the, the castle's built of stone. It's not exactly going to burn down. Yeah, but bits of stone are connected with wood. So. <laughs> no, no, that just holds up the floors and shit. We need floors. <laughs> we like floors. Um, Would anyone like to make a, a check to determine the, the, the strength of this castle? Yes. We have two dwarves, after all. Yeah, we stone, I've got, I was going to say, I've got stone cunning, so I can do that. Uh, you're going to make an investigation check for me, please. And you're going to have advantage. Investigation. Oh, nice. So... 9 plus 3, and 6 plus 3, so we'll go with the 12. Mm-hmm. 8. 8, so 17. 17. You, you reckon it's probably alright. <laughs> um, Zane, you reckon this, this castle has been longer than these walls, and it will stand. Okay, we're alright. Well, <laughs> but there's not much ventilation, which is probably the saving factor, so it probably won't backdraft through and turn the walls to glass. Don't open the doors. So, who's doing what, where are we going, where are we cheesing it? Uh, I think we cheese it back into the altar room and then I'll, carry on. Yeah, like you see, into the way. castle. 
Yeah. yeah. Deeper into the castle. Okay, yeah. nothing bars your way. There are, there are no obstacles in the way, and you're getting through. The air clears. And as you get through the main door, you see that the room... That there's a lot of rubble um, past this, this eastern door. And it actually forms... The, the room that you're in there, which is a, like a passageway into several rooms, leading off straight ahead, south where you actually came in, and north... The, that there is a that tower that you can see on the map is actually closed off with a door. Oh. Uh, north. North. Oh, there's yes, there So that's closed off with a door. Standing outside that door is a hobgoblin in rather impressive armour, and he has a wolf with him. Who's oh. first through the door? Me. Do you want to roll me a dexterity save, please? Sure. Evening. Eighteen. Eighteen. Okay, you jink to the side as a javelin fills the space where your head was. Incoming! <laughs> and the wolf attacks. So the wolf's going to charge in and dash towards you, but we are in initiative order still. Lord Robert, you see this thing coming overhead, this, this javelin, uh-huh. um, and it clatters into the room. Zane is, is just in the door. What would you like to do? Barge past him, get into the room, use my move to do that, and... Is this wolf bounding across the room at the time? It's uh, as you get across him. This is all kind of simultaneous. So as you get across him, um, so you've just seen this like thud or clatter kind of yeah. thing behind you. You're like, fuck, get out there. And this wolf is charging forward now. The hobgoblin is about 10 feet behind him with his back to the wall, to the door which which leads into the, the room, the, the, the northern tower, the northern central tower. And the wolf is about five feet away from you. At this point, I think the wolf seems the bigger threat at the second, so okay. Go for it. Natural one. That's a d12. Oh, is it? Oh, thank god. <laughs> 14. He's gonna hit. Uh, 15 damage. 15 damage. Really so, you, you, you come in and uh, describe to me how you take the wolf out. Okay, the the wolf jumps up at me, and I manage to get the um, haft of the axe between its jaws as it's trying to kind of like bite me, and I wrap my legs around its waist and twist it in my arms and break its neck. That's nice. That's a friendly. Mm. All right. So the hobgoblin warlord drops. Uh, it doesn't actually drop his javelin. Sorry. Um, he he puts the javelin down that he was holding pile in the corner next to this door. Uh, and he draws his sword and hefts his shield. Zane. I'm going to cast a um, guiding bolt against him, mm-hmm. which is a flash of light streaks towards the uh, creature of your choice in range, making a ranged spell attack against a target on a hit. target takes 4d6 radiant damage. Roll it. So I'm not quite sure how... Um... So you roll a ranged spell attack. So it is your um, proficiency plus... Your spellcasting ability modifier. So, what's your wisdom modifier? Plus three. Plus three, so that's a plus five. Okay. So it says, um, oh yeah, right, okay, so. 19 plus five. Oh, it's going to hit. So it's uh, four, six, seven, nine, 13. 13 damage. Excellent stuff. So that's going to be as a bonus action. I would like to cast 
just not calm, calm, fast. How do cantrips? If it's a bonus action. It says bonus action. And no. That's mine and my turn then. Do you want to move? Um, yeah, out of the way, I'll uh, kind of like unsheath my warhammer and just like walk. I, I, I can't shuffle on the side. So you, you clear the way? Yeah. Eliza? I spaced out a little bit, I don't know what's happening. <laughs> uh, Sorry. You've, you've seen, a, you've seen um, a javelin come through and clatter into the room that you're in. Yeah. You've seen Lord Robert throw himself yeah, through. Yeah, that's that's when I yeah. dazed him. Yeah, you've 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 heard you've heard that <laughs> of a wolf dying. You've seen Zane throw a spell off. You you didn't see where it hit, but you know you saw a spell go off and he moved into the room. I'm going to suggest we try and talk to him. <laughs> <laughs> he just killed his dog. I don't think he's going to want us to talk. <laughs> we should have done, done that from the beginning. We should have just gone. No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> So what do you want to do? Uh, is he in line of sight, or is he like round the corner or something? Uh, he is not in line of sight. Okay, well, you have to move. To yeah, I'll have to. You have to at least get to the door. Yeah. Well, you can stay inside the room you're in, but you can get to the door, and you've still got. No, I'll just pass, just a bit past the room, just in case anyone wants to go. Yeah, so you're gonna sort of go on the other, nice just on the other side of this door, and then sort of like back to the wall, and yeah. Okay, yeah, that's that's fine. And you're gonna what? Longbow. Longbow. Twelve. I, I think I've done three points of damage tonight. <laughs> <laughs> well, last last time you were MVP, so you know it sucks. Okay, your your arrow is actually going to sort of sail true, but it's actually going to clang off this guy's plate pauldron off his shoulder, and he is wearing plate armor. Arath. No, we've not got many options, so Arath's going to jump, uh, run forward a little bit. Going to be a little bit ahead of Eliza because she can shoot over his head. He's going to take one look, sum up the situation, and just. Throw a fireball at, straight at this um, goblin. Do you have fire? Yes, you got. Yes, tantrum. I did. Tantrum. Did you say that he had like big pile of javelins next to him? Mm-hmm. If you want to say big pile, he's got some javelins popped up in the corner. I was just wondering, do you want to try and set the javelins on fire so you can throw <laughs> stuff at us? Javelins, javelins are metal. Not necessarily. And modern javelins are these ones. Um, in fact, no, fuck it. Yeah, these ones are metal. Yeah. You can you can get very hot. It's making really hot, so he can't <laughs> grab them. Yeah, this, this guy's got plate armor. He can afford plate. You know, yeah, mm-hmm. javelins. Javelins are uh, well. I've always understood javelins as being metal and spears as being wood with a metal tip. I think javelins can be wood with a. Yeah, metal javelin tip. is just simply a, a short throwing spear. Really. Fair enough. No. Okay. Um, right. Yeah. So anyway, I'm going to cast uh, fireball at his face. Yep. And. Never mind, because I rolled five, so he two. Did not hit him. By a country mile. And he's now going to... He's actually not going to close. He, who was in... Was anyone in melee range with this guy? No one had moved no, up, no, okay. no. He's actually going to... He's going to stay right there, and what he's going to do is he's going to reach back, and he's going to he's going to pick up two javelins, and he's going to throw them at the uh, closest... How can you do that with sword and shield in hand? Because he's fucking good. <laughs> Fair enough. And well, he's, he's throwing them with a shield on his arm. You know, mm. like, this is how he trains. That's a good disadvantage. They throw him off balance. Yeah, you make a you make a good case. Yeah, he's going to roll disadvantage. Yeah, example for everyone. And, uh, <laughs> you can't argue with the DM. He'll kill me for it later. <laughs> it's not going to take much. Uh, so yeah, he's going to throw. He's going to throw one at Robert. Good job. That was a disadvantage because one of those is a twenty, Ooh. and that's going to be. Uh, a 19 versus your AC. Yeah, it just does it. Nine damage. 
Okay. And he's going to throw his second one. And neither of those are going to hit. So that so the second one isn't going to hit you. Rodri. Yeah. What's 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 going on in the world of Rodri? After that fireball, I want to throw one of my own as well. Okay, go for it. Six. <laughs> Yeah, them. Yeah, them. He's gonna miss. Impacts on his breastplate and just fizzles. Do you want to move? Well, you've, you've already moved a little bit to get a line of sight on this guy. Yeah. You're still in the in the main hall. So am I? Is that by Eliza? Yeah, on the on the other side of the door from Eliza. Okay, okay. okay. The door's sort of open and you're open. Yeah. Well, Robert, I pick up the javelin that you just threw at me because I forgot to pick up my old javelin, so I use it to replace my missing one. You, you take it out of your shoulder. I take it out of my shoulder and go, ah, good, good crapmanship. <laughs> um, and yeah, I, I advance on him and attack him with my axe. I like that. Have some inspiration. That's a seven. Uh, you know what? I'm going to instantly use that. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Fifteen, so twenty. He's going to hit. Damage this fella. Uh, nine damage. Nine damage. Nice one. Zane. Right, I'm going to advance on him. Um, as I am advancing, I'm going to cast Sacred Flame on him. Mm-hmm. Which uh, target must succeed on a dexterity saving throw or take 1d8 damage. And he's going to fail to do the damage. 5 plus 5 is 10. 10 damage. Excellent. Easy maths for a change. Okay, this sort of hits him in the face and you just see him getting more pissed off with you. Eliza. I'm gonna shoot another arrow into the wall. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh god, I missed the wall. Oh, I actually hit him. <laughs> what, what is it you got there? Uh, I would say because you said you were gonna hit the wall. You <laughs> hit the wall now. Do arrows understand sarcasm? <laughs> <laughs> Special magic sarcasm arrows, yeah. <laughs> so 25. Hit yeah, it. it's going to hit. Uh, seven damage. Seven damage. Excellent. To the wall, of course. Harry yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, is filling this doorway. And <laughs> he's still going. Anything else we're doing? I'm comfortable next okay. to the door. Uh... <laughs> oh, rough. Okay. I'm going to do the same as the other two guys have done. I'm going to close. Yep. In fact... I'm going to move to the other side where they, these guys aren't. I assume he's paying attention to them, so he's distracted. Mm-hmm. Would this mean I could flank them? That does not exist in this. Box. Oh, well, never mind. Okay, You'd so... have to give up your uh, action to create an advantage. So I'm going to flank him, Is I'm going to create an advantage, and that is helping other people. That's, that's your action. Very well. Okay. Uh, so then in that case, no. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to move up within distance, and I'm going to swipe at him with my main axe. Which gives me a 19. Not going to hit. And my offhand, 8. Not going to hit. Clang, clang. Yep. Wow, 19 doesn't hit. Mm. That's a bit worrying. Love it. <clears throat> this guy's wearing so good armour. Yeah. The Goblin Chief, however, is... Um, so, who's in melee? You're in melee, you're in melee, you're in melee. Um, yeah. So he's going to attack all of you with his longsword, and he's going to... That's a 13 versus your AC. Yep. Lord Robert. It's going to be a 28 versus your AC. Holy crap. I'm going to do some damage with that. And that's going to be a 7 damage. 
can I use my one of my uh, dice to do a parry, which is just I roll this and whatever I get is deducted from the damage. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Uh, eight, so no damage. Bastard. <laughs> uh, and so he's going to attack you again because you parried, parried and he's just, and I, he's just uh, yeah, he's I focused. I only get one of those. And he rolls a one, so he misses. Good parry. Very good parry. Excellent stuff. That's good because it means he doesn't get <clears> to attack me. Yeah. <laughs> Rodri. Can I use Dragon Breath? You most certainly can. Great. This is. <laughs> You're just going to like getting drunk off the fumes. That's, that should this... be spelled out as an attack. It's three people in melee range, you know. Fuck. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so it's, it's a flat ranged attack, which means it is d20 plus your proficiency plus your dex. So it's a, it's a plus one to your roll. 14. Is not going to hit him. Actually, he's wearing metal armor, so you're going to have advantage because it's electricity. So roll again. Come on. See how kind and merciful I am? 10. 10, 11. 11. Nope, not going to hit him. Do you want to move? Bonus action, say that? I want to get closer, yeah. You want to get closer up? Yeah, yeah. Okay, melee range? Yep. Fair enough. So you're going to move into melee range, and Lord Robert? I continue to keep swiping at him, I guess. Go for it. 18. Which isn't enough, is it? No, it's not going to hit. Oh. You do have your action surge. I don't, I've already used that. Ooh. And if no, I thought, you, I could have used precision you, you, attack. Did you use your action surge? Oh, you know, you did. I've used the grapple, yeah. Mm. And Zane. I'm going to cast Sacred Flame again. And that's a dexterity saving throw for you. Dexterity saving throw versus 13, is it? Um, 18, I think it was. 13 plus 5. That's right, isn't it? My spellcasting ability is, uh, is 13, and... He's not 13. Oh, sure. Your, your, your no, DC no, is 13. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he makes it. So he, he, he sees this one coming now again. He sees the telltale glow around your hand or whatever it is, and uh, he'll, he'll dodge that. Okay. Anything else? Eliza. Ready in the No. He's <laughs> just going to thunk and miss. Uh, do you want to use your action, Surge? Do I want to waste my action, Surge? <laughs> or do you want to charge into melee? You know? No. Come on, it's shiny silver. <laughs> Join us in the shallow end. <laughs> 22. That is going to hit. Oh my gosh. Five damage. Five damage, excellent. So your, your arrow just sort of nicks him in the neck as it goes past the one unarmoured bit of him. Orath. Okay, Orath is a dwarf. He knows how to cut things up, so he's just going to keep hacking with his axes. So main axe, 17. Misses. Nope. Clang. Oh, nat 20. Pull <laughs> <laughs> me some damage then. Um, okay, so... Damage dice twice, plus your modifier. That's the one. Modifier, excellent. So, 10, 8, 18. 18 damage. Yeah, you... you, you nat 20. You, so. you crack him in the back of the leg just as he's uh, turned around by this arrow. And he is going to go all out on this. So he is going to... Bash Orath with his shield, and that's going to be an 18 versus your AC. Oh, yeah, I'm on the floor. That's six damage, and make a strength saving throw. 11. You fail, you are knocked prone. He is going to take his longsword out, and he's going to swipe at you on the ground. He has advantage on this. That is 21 versus your AC. You all know, you all know that. No, yeah, it hits. 
and it's going to do. Uh, he's actually going to sort of raise his armor. He's going to use it sort of both hands like a shield attached to his his armor. He's going to grab the other one. So he's going to roll, and it's going to be ten damage. <clears throat> I am once again dying. What are you on? Six. And he Ooh. sees that you're dying. He's going <laughs> to absolutely go for it on this last one. He still has advantage. Nat 20! Why did you argue with the DM? Nat 20! <laughs> Nat 20! He's just he's just properly teeing off on you. So that is 6, 7, 8, 11 damage. Oh yeah. yeah you are down to zero. And uh, that is everything he can do on his turn. Roderick. You <laughs> <laughs> saved the day. <laughs> yeah, um... I want to use Dragon Breath again, please. You cannot. I mean, it's once per rest. Ah, oh, shit. Okay. Can I use Scorching Ray instead? What level spell is that? That's level 2, I believe. Uh, you oh. don't have any level 2 spell slots left. I think you've got um, a couple of level 1s left. Always arrange your spells by level. Chromatic Orb. I need a diamond, though. No, you, you, if, okay. you've, if you've got the spell, you've got that. Okay, okay. A four-inch diameter sphere of energy at the creature that you can see within range. So you, I can choose a, a fire sphere of energy. Uh, make a ranged spell attack against the target. So d20 plus five, roll it. Nine. <laughs> this is not going to hit him. And Lord Robert. Okay, uh, I'm going to use another one. You have my... sorcery points and things you can use. I'm going to use another one of my proficiency dice, or I may use it. It's basically precision attack, which means I get to add that dice roll to this. But I can choose to use it after I've rolled this. Yes, okay. So, 14. So that's going to be 19, is that enough? No. Okay. What are you asking me for? So I, I am going to roll this as well. So that's then um, 24. Uh, he is going to see this come in. As as you your axe comes down, he's going to parry it. What? Okay. He parried his attack. It's only fair he can parry yours. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh. <laughs> For the audio, we are using the Goblin Warlord on page one hundred eighty-seven of the Monster Manual. Tough. Okay. This well, is not in okay. the adventure as written. Hmm. Zane. Sacred flame. Okay. Dexterity throw. Dexterity save. This is 13. Yeah. Um, this one is going to miss, I'm afraid. Bastard. Just. Go. <laughs> <laughs> Eliza. I'm going to fire off another arrow. <laughs> I'm going to knock the pipe out of my mouth with the bowstring. Are you taking a miss? Yeah. <laughs> okay. And Orath. Death save on the throw. Death save. D20. Three. That's one failure. Mark it down. <coughs> Goblin Chief is going to go straight at... Uh, he, his biggest uh, threat is Lord Robert, so he's going to take um, a shield bash at you. And that is going to be a 19 versus your AC. Uh, yep. It's going to hit. Uh, so you are going to take... Six damage and make a sa- uh, strength saving throw. Twenty-three. Okay, you are not knocked prone. Okay, and how much damage was it? Six. Six. All right, and so he's going to take a, a long sword swipe at you. 
And that is going to be 24 versus your AC. God, yes. <laughs> and that is 8 damage. Okay, but I, I'm going to repost, uh, which basically means... Uh, no, I'm not going to repost because that's if he misses, so... Fuck it, I'm going to parry again. <laughs> Minus 1. <laughs> so what was the damage? You say. What did you say the damage was? 6. 6, six no, 5 damage. So five damage. Oh, it was eight. So seven damage. Jesus. And he's going to strike at you again. I did roll, and that is a twenty-seven versus your AC, and that is going to be another seven damage. Oh yeah. Bye guys. Oh no. Wait, wait, wait for when it's over. And this hobgoblin gives this guttural roar as he is just carving through you, Roderick. <laughs> you mentioned my sorcery points. Can I use them now? Was that... Yeah, of course you can. You've got okay. one. You're not using it. Well, it says I can spend two points to get a spell. You've got a ton of first level spell slots as well. A go what, sorry? A ton of first level spell slots. At the moment, you can't buy a second level spell. Okay, okay. Because it's, it's, you have to spend that number, I think, plus a couple, and you, you haven't got the budget. On your spell list as well, it should have more than should have more than one first level spell in the spell list. You'd think they probably the number on the phone, wouldn't you? <laughs> it makes more sense. So, can I use Scorching Ray then? If I've made the mistake of making it a level one, yeah, yeah, you can use it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. okay. Five. <laughs> it's, 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 it's all that fell. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Twelve. <laughs> Seventeen. Yeah. That last one's going to hit him. Do some damage. Here we go. Come on. D6 right Three. One. So you let this, this ray off and it hits him in the face and he goes down. And it seems like the strength has just gone out of him. He is down. Doesn't mean he's on the dead. Floor. What do you want to do? <laughs> is he dead? He's on the floor, he's down. That doesn't mean he's dead. Go on, say, have a chat with, with him. Hello. <laughs> 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 Hobble man, hobgoblin man. Stroke him inappropriately again. Just describe what you do. You're just shouting at him. No, I've, I've kind of like gone up to him and I, with my um, thing and I just like cracked him like off the head, across the head. Are you actually going to go and kudu crow Make sure. Okay, no problem. You, you stayed in the back of his head. Cool. Did still his armor. He is human-sized, I'm afraid. So. <laughs> just just <laughs> walking breathlessly with a head sticking out. Like, from, from the from the prone unconscious body, dibs. Then So what are you doing? I'm helping these people that are dead, or not dead or dying, out cold. So what can, what is it? Medicine healers kit I have to use to, or can I use um, on my? Oh, I can't. Is it else now? Um, yeah, I want to revive them. Uh, you're going to revive them with healers kits, okay? Make um, two medicine checks, please. So, uh, and designate who, you, who you're healing. Wisdom uh, medicine check. So I have to roll. Here roll some time. So five plus three, eight. How much do you heal him by? One D2. Alright, so it's a D4 and half it. One. Okay, so uh, who, who's that? That was Oref. Um, so you are. I'm, I'm going to just lie there and go. You're alive, you're stable, you know. Open my eyes. Things. And then I'm going to heal him. 
Lord Robert. It's 14 plus 3, which is 17, so yeah. So that would be 1d8. 1d8. Just again for the audio, we are using a house rule for the English kids. It's oh. a d10. That's a d10. Insane. Eight. Eight hit points? Yes. Cool. Yep. Yeah. I like you more, apparently. Olaf's just gonna groan, I am his bloody brother. <laughs> okay. So, you've taken out this guy. He's still got one javelin propped up in the corner by this door that he was you know, stood his back to. And he's lying face down, with his head staved in. Thank you. Say thank you. It's fine. And it is quiet. Um, I want to search him. You may indeed search him. Do you want to... In fact, I'll, I'll give you what he's got, because he's going to go through his stuff. I'm currently stripping you of his arm and into a little bundle and wrapping it up. You are going to find um, his armour on him. you find his longsword, which is, which is pretty nice, but nothing spectacular. He's got a shield. Uh, his armour is going to take a long time to get off him. Because it's it's hard enough to, to take it off a willing person, and uh, um, I know from exit from, uh, from actually having a suit of armor, it takes like ten minutes to get it off. If you're helping, get the people help you know get it off you. Um, off a off a corpse is going to take like twenty minutes to get this stuff off him without cutting straps. If you want to cut the straps, then yeah, you're, you're right. Um, and you do find um, sort of stuffed into the belt that holds his breastplate and backplate together at his waist you're going to see a parchment stuffed in there, and it is a map. It's a map annotated in Dwarvish, with a G rune Gold. in the corner. Boom. And it appears to, from what you've seen of the, the lay of the land, it appears to show a location in the mountains south of here and east of Fundana. So, I've got his armour. But I'll give up the armour. It'll take me 20 minutes. And... I'll give up the armour for the height I have a shield. The mines. So I have that. I'll take a shield. Yeah. Yeah. Regular shield. I can't use it. I've got two weapons. Um. You have his armor. I'm just yeah. I'm just looking at what kind of armor I've got already. Probably a crap. Should You've be in the scale. bottom in the center. Yeah. So what's the? So we got the book. The plate armor. You're gonna. You could. You could use this. Yeah. But. Uh, we'll figure it out for next session because okay. we need to help us. But um, and, until you get it. Altered, uh, it's going to have a minus one to its AC. So, so because it's not quite going to fit you. And what is the AC for plate? High. <laughs> okay. It's it is it is the highest AC, but you can't wear it all the time. You can't march around in plate armor. Mm. You've got to choose your moments when you stick it on and when you take it off. Okay. So ten minutes before every battle. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Scale is kind of it slows you down, but like. It's flexible, you know, you can do chores in it. You can't do chores. You can't, you know, walk around the countryside on rough roads or... Considering you could around. hire a little goblin to pull you around on a rickshaw. <laughs> <laughs> Considering I'm a running, jumping, tumbling kind of knight, I can't see that. probably sell it. But it's worth a fair bit. Yeah, we should definitely, at the very least, take it. It is yeah. nice and ornate. Yeah. So, yeah, you've, you've got this armour off the guy. You're not hearing any, any noises. Um, in, the, in fact, it's it's really quiet here. Except for the um, crackling of burning. What's everyone's <laughs> passive sections again? It's... 13. 13. 12. 13. No. Everyone except me. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm, I'm, I'm just like... You're kind of looking the other way. And I'm staring at the ceiling. I'm still laying on the yeah. floor. <laughs> Fair enough. So you're, you're, you're sort of piecing yourself back together. And from the other side of this door, you lot are going to hear the sound of crying. 
It smells like a baby. Of course. <laughs> burn it, burn it, burn it. <laughs> okay, uh, I'm gonna go open That's the door. Inside this tower is a selection of small cots, each with a couple of what seem to be goblin, hobgoblin infants in swaddling clothes. And one has started to cry. Guys, I need an adult. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> mm. oh, yeah, I, mm. I, I think leaving would be expedient. We can't just leave them, though. There's babies, that means there's mummies. Did we already kill them? I'm, I'm going to ask all of you to roll me a history check, please. In fact, no, straight up wisdom check. <laughs> Just a wisdom. Natural one. Um, Eight. Wisdom. Uh, wisdom. Wisdom. Uh, wisdom. Natural one, technically. Oh. Uh, Twelve, of course. Oh, Raph, um, I think you... You're probably the best person to do this, but you didn't say you were going into this room, so Eliza... Thinking back on it, there was a difference in some of these goblins and hobgoblins. None of you at the time asked me the gender of these people. Yeah, you, you, realize, don't, you don't generally think about the kind of thing when they're trying to eat your face. You realise that this warrior tribe, this warrior species, has its women fight as well. That's what I said, we killed them. I propose we take the kids, we take them into the wild, and we train our own hobgoblin army. <laughs> <laughs> Thrown out there. That's, that's not a bad idea. There are six goblins, infants, and one hobgoblin infant. Take, take them to the, the village sort of to be green. raised as farmers and they can be happy. How long does it take a goblin or hobgoblin to reach maturity? Does anyone know? You want to be in nature? Let's see if you know that. Thirteen. Uh, Nine, five, eighteen. Nine. I'm actually know this. <laughs> uh, it takes about eight years. Eight years. Eight years. Eight years. Yeah, <laughs> that, that, no, I don't think your plan would work. We can take them back to Ben Allen and then they can raise them. Are they going to want to then? Uh, I'm laying on the floor at this moment. I'm still. I'm just going to pack up with. I'm not carrying them. <laughs> I'm not going to leave them. I'm going to pull them. I'm going to make some kind of like a. Uh, Trolley thing, and I'm going to go back to the Vandalin. <laughs> trolley, so trolley a push chair <laughs> is, is the word you're looking for. So you're going to be lone dwarf and cubs, <laughs> basically. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. Nice. Oh, right. As these guys are all in this room, you're kind of still you know, sort of peering in, like, mm. whatever, kids. Um, out of the door to your, your right. Mm hmm. Which is the leading towards the, the the west of sorry the east of the castle. It, the door sort of opens a crack and a hand kind of appears at the bottom and crawling through this door is a dwarf, and you recognise him. Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, I've just forgotten that. Oh, oh yeah, the I'm whole plot of why we did all this. Yeah. Gundren. I'm just going to shout Gundren. He's in a bad, bad way. How bad? Like, like just about crawling. Yeah, he's crawling, though. 
<laughs> yeah, it's probably fine. It may have taken him the 20 minutes to crawl across the room. Okay. You don't know. I mean, you, know, well, you don't know what point he sets off, obviously. I'm going to heal him. Go for it. Roll it. So, 18 plus 3, which is 21. Mm-hmm. So he's going to heal up. And so that's 1d8. 1d8. Uh, yeah, he's going to heal up. So he, he's immediately going to start feeling better. I, I rolled it for him. Can I use healers kits on myself? You certainly can. I don't think I'm going to use healers kit. Cool. Just because I'm like... feeling a bit ignored. No, no, I just, I just, I just, I just, it just didn't occur to me that I can use them on myself. It now it makes sense. Yeah. So yeah, I'm literally just going to be like stopping the blood. And, oh, bastard, 19. That would have been great if it was a nat 20. Yeah. Nat 20, by the way, we've got is you can actually um, take a short rest in this. And see, well, you can roll one, hit die, and, and have your constitution modifier that. So D8, oh, two. Two, okay. So you're feeling a bit better. Gundren is 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 back up, and he is very very pleased to see you. And he looks over to the the fallen corpse now stripped of its armour. He's going to walk up to it and sort of stagger across the room. He's now on his feet, and he's going to spit on the corpse. And he's going to reach out to you, Zane, and 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 say, "Your hammer." Oh, you're gonna, I gotta give it in here. Take your hammer, and he just wails on the body of this. He's not, he's not doing much damage because he's in a weakened state. After he's laid in and broken some ribs and vertebrae and the hip bone and things like that, he is just going to pant and he's going to head into the room with the children. Well, I shouldn't have more priorities on my head, but he took the armour off him, yeah, before he started wailing on me. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> and he is going to put uh, poise himself over one of these cribs and he's going to raise the hammer. What are you going to do? Try and stop him. Yeah. Yeah, try and stop him. Who's gonna try? Me. Everyone. Yeah. <laughs> Just everyone make a brain. dex check. Everyone who's going to try and stop him anyway. Nine. Twenty, <laughs> natural twenty, boom. Eighteen. Fourteen. Okay, Eliza and Zane. Zane, your hand catches his as he's on the upswing. Eliza, you're just a moment behind and I managed to grab the hammer. He's gonna immediately let go of the hammer and he's going to lunge. Uh, these kids and he is frantic he is he just wants to kill okay well 25 much i can bring him back well you've got a um you've got a hand on him so let's let's say this is a grapple so it's going to be a post strength check okay you haul him back but he is he still wants to kill i grab him throw him out grab him out the door i bring the door shut and he's he's Panting hard, and he's not going to say anything, he's just going to look up at you. Uh, roll me an inside check, please. Are you eye to eye with this guy? Eight. Okay, yeah, you see nothing but rage and hate. Okay. What do you want to do? I'm not unconscious. Again. If you don't do it, I was about to. Do it. Oh, okay. I'm, I'm just going to give you it, if you want to okay. know. Yep. So you're just going to back of the head. Yep. Unconscious. We'll sort him out later. <laughs> we can put him. We'll put him in the. Oh no, maybe not put him in the yeah, push chair. Let's, we'll make, let's make another push I'm... chair. <laughs> yeah, another push chair. I want to go down to the room he came out of. See what. See where he was. There down. are now more infants crying. With the there. obvious danger in in that room in the nursery. You want to go into the room that uh, Gundrum was in. You are going to see 
a large room which has a couple of little you know a couple of sections to it and in the in one section in the corner is going to be some straw where uh, you reckon Gundren was was kept or maybe the roof maybe Gundren actually sleep on the floor and a bed and you do spot a chest under this bed walking chest and uh, well, that would be perfect for transporting the baby too <laughs> <laughs> always thinking in this chest is a sack containing 220 silver 160 electrum three potions which you recognise as potions of healing Jimmy yeah, I took one okay. How lethal is nightshade powder? To who? To infants. <laughs> Very. Okay, and I've got a small vial's worth of it. Would that be enough to go around? I'm just, I'm just weighing options. I'm not saying anything in particular. I'm just weighing options. That would most certainly go around. Is it relatively painless? Do I know this? Well, you've had some interest in alchemy before, haven't you? So, okay. I think I think my interest consisted of pouring random bottles of things roll, out onto a table. Roll me, <laughs> roll me in nature. Natural one. You don't know, but you know that that vial, at least that you, you've got, because you know you bought the damn thing. Um, you, no, no, this is the stuff I found oh, I see, uh, yeah. in the wizarding thing. Well, you know what it is. It's been yeah. explained to you what it is. So, while well, you still had a druid in the party. So you know that what's in there could drop a healthy hail human very, very quickly. Okay, guys. We've got this out there. We could humanely put these babies to sleep for the long sleep if we Hint. don't want if we don't want to have to. Have we you killed know, everyone? There's still a we can, there's still at least two rooms we're not explored. Mm. We're not getting here. That's 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 here. the the bedroom, that's the oh, so the northeast tower, yeah. Oh, right, okay, sorry. So that's the nursery. Right. Central one. This is the room that Gundren was in, and the bed and stuff. Yeah. So there's this room, this room. You, you went through there to get to Gundren, uh, yeah. So, okay. yeah, so two chambers. Just that. that chamber, and I think one of these two we've not been in yet. No, you've been all the way through there. All right. So it's just that it's just one that room. Room. Just that southeast corner. I room. think we need to check out that room and see if there's anyone left. Yeah, Hopefully really it's going to be one of the women. If there's someone there, we need to kill them. <laughs> I, think, I think we're going to hope it's A, one of the women folk, um, because if it's one of, like a hobgoblin or something, they're just going to attack us and not going to listen to any kind of reason. So let's check out the room and see what's in there first. So they can do that while I'm going to craft a Before we do anything else, can I do my um, use my health? How much do you get back for the healing potions? Uh, it's a D8. It's just D8. Do you mind if I take one? Because I'm quite alive. Four. Okay, yeah, go check out that other room then. Okay, you go to the door. Uh, it is secured with a, a bar across it, but you easily lift that and poke your head in. And with what light remains, you can see that there is what appears to be a bear in the back of this room. <laughs> and it heard you. It raises its head and it roars. Fuck's sake. Close the door quick. But <laughs> instead of a bear's roar, it sounds sort of like an owl. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I found someone we can leave the kids with. And it charges towards the door. And we'll end there. Dungeons and Dragons is owned and distributed by Wizards of the Coast. The intro music was Big Beat Repeat by Josh Powell. Any questions, comments, hate mail, feedback, anything like that, please get in touch with us at 
swordnutradio at gmail.com. That's swordnutradio at gmail.com. Thanks for listening. Apparently we're funny, are we? Yeah. <laughs> it's right, yeah. a fart I got you afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> just keep track of your arms. And so far it's 13. You twat.